Light 1.0, Chapter 11, Topsy Turvy. At fourteen, I visited the Jewish Community Center. They asked me to fill out forms. I don't remember what I wrote on them, but if I told the truth, it would have run something like this. Father, Republican, Irish Catholic, supporter of women's rights, addict, spending income beyond the bare middle class necessities on prescription drugs, gregarious after a glass of Irish whiskey, silent after his codeine and secondol, mother, independent, agnostic, progressive, alcoholic, tragic southerner in the manner of Tennessee Williams, dreamer of luxuries forced to run a shoestring household due to the expense of her husband's drugs, though those drugs and the expense are never mentioned aloud. Martyred imbiber of cheap red wine. Me? Searching. Mother sent me to the Jewish Community Center for the free counseling. I was occasionally depressed, occasionally anxious. Maybe the Jewish Community Center could help. She'd seen an ad for free help available there. Red brick building, I remember, off Geary Street. I hopped on the number three Geary to get there. The woman was nice enough. I had problems, I told her, occasionally depressed and anxious. She questioned further, gently prodded. She learned that my mother and father drank and did drugs. It was a secret. No one believed me, or if they did, they thought I exaggerated or told me I needed to have compassion. But I was there about my problems, I told her. My mother thought I was mixed up. The gentle Jewish woman told me that it was my mother and father who had the problem. Well, I was so relieved. She asked me if they might come to the Jewish Community Center, suggested I invite them. I rushed home to tell my parents the good news. I did not have a problem after all, according to the Jewish Community Center. They had the problem. They needed to go to that red brick building off Geary. There was help available. My mother and father did not respond to this flash of revelation of mine as I had naively expected. They stared at me with blank faces, vacant eyes, and ears appearing not to hear. Not to register my newfound knowledge as I shared it with them and extended the gentle Jewish woman's invitation. Neither of them ever mentioned my moment of revelation again. It was as if that moment had not happened.
They never went to the red brick building, and I did not return there. It wasn't spoken of again. What if the woman of the Jewish community center had asked me to return without my parents in case they decided not to come? What if she had anticipated that possible, probable outcome? That was an error of service, I believe. She had in her grasp a child she might have helped, and she let that child slip away due to inadequate service guidelines. I continued to grow up in the topsy-turvy world of family addiction and dysfunction. Who wouldn't be mixed up? The Jewish Community Center gave me the first hint, the first crack of realization that the problem-causing issue was the drug and alcohol abuse of my parents, not my reaction to it. For free. For years after that, every time I passed the red brick building off Geary, I felt a touch of comfort, a touch of relief, a touch of strength, a touch of peace. But my journey toward enlightenment and real peace was still in its infancy. How many children today and how many places of service opportunity come that close to being rescued, healed, helped, but are allowed to slip back into the ocean of dysfunction due to inadequate service guidelines. Today, I am an adult and a teacher, and I watch and I listen for those children every day.